0: have you ever been the friend have you ever felt less popular less liked less approachable or less hot than your best friend if not good for you but if so then welcome to my life guys welcome to episode 18 of the mia wood show I thought of the concept for this episode last night at 2.30 a.m. I was getting lost in my thoughts after making some realizations, and I thought I should make some bullet points for a podcast episode. I do hope a lot of people listen to this, because I really want to empower my listeners and let them know that if they are or ever have been the friend, then they're not alone, because I struggle with this feeling to this day and have been the friend since literally first grade and especially in high school and I just want to share that anyone can overcome this and find their independence and and their main character moment. This is not in any way an episode on how to turn your bestie into the friend, okay? I want both girls in a bestie relationship or both people in a bestie relationship to shine individually and together and not have one person or the other be in the other's shadow. I realize I haven't explained what I mean by the friend because I feel like it's self-explanatory. But let's say your beautiful bestie gets invited to a lot of stuff and you are just a little less good at making friends or maybe a little less good-looking. Can I bring Mia? You know my friend Mia, right? Is it okay with you if Mia comes with me to the party? Come hang out with the group at my place. I'm with Mia. Is it cool if we both pull up, etc., etc.? If you are a frequent listener, you might know I get extremely sidetracked, so I'm going to try my best to keep my stories flowing smoothly, but just bear with me because being the friend all my life, I feel like I can't even talk in group settings. Contrary to popular belief, I do talk. I do have feelings and emotion. It's just everyone is so busy talking in a group that I'm honestly just not aggressive enough to jump in, and honestly... I don't always have a lot to say. I've grown to love to observe and listen. So I guess when I get my chance to talk, I just, everything comes out. But this is why I love to podcast. It's my turn to talk and no one can take that away from me. I think making a podcast and talking to my private story has been a good, healthy way for me to prove that I am an individual and I'm not just that one girl that's friends with blank or this group or whoever and I have real thoughts and a personality. So I would say that step one, if you can't necessarily get your voice heard in person in a group, then it's perfectly valid to give yourself a bit of a spotlight here and there. Now I'm going to switch gears on this just a bit and talk about how being the friend, being a late bloomer, really affected my life and my relationships with everybody friends family guys whatever um my two best friends I honestly don't feel like naming names in this episode you all probably know who they are they know who they are my two best friends throughout high school and beyond so over six years now I've been always low-key jealous of And I don't think I've ever admitted that before, hardly even to myself. But in some ways, they were everything I've ever wanted to be. At the same time, though, I didn't exactly want to copy their lives and become them. I've always loved me. I've always loved them. Always wanted to be nobody but me. And to this day, I love me because there's no one else like me in the world. Nobody can take that from me and nobody can take that from you. So listen here. I was still jealous. I wanted to be blonde like them. I wanted to be non-monotone like them. I wanted to be funny like them. I wanted to have a pretty smile like them. I wanted to have a similar relationship with my family like them. And most of all, I wanted boys to like me like them. Now I'm not Um, strictly confining this to just my two best friends like it's not it's not um, like a targeted attack or anything like I've had plenty of friends girlfriends that I've experienced the same feelings towards so this is not um, specifically and strictly targeted to two people you know okay just gotta mention that Um, but something that's really been taking a toll on my mental health that I'm trying to get better with is that every guy I've dated and nearly every guy I've talked to or liked or has liked me etc has liked one or both or multiple of my best friends and other close friends before they even look twice at me all because I didn't shine as bright at first sight. Honestly, it's a little embarrassing how like all my major relationships have liked my friend before and before she wouldn't give them the time of day. So eventually they scoot on to me and then they end up with me once they realize my personality is actually A1 and I'm just quiet at first. Um, But it's really kind of a conflict for me because it's like, I don't even know who wins. Like, you're with me now, haha, but you liked her first, sad face. And unfortunately, that has led to some distancing, maybe even some fighting, smack talking about that friend or those friends. But As I've had time to think and mature as well, I do feel bad for that resentment due to jealousy. And I know, I know what you're thinking. There are so many people in the world. Why, why, why do you need to be with someone who liked your best friend slash friends first? And I'll tell you my first point of defense. They never officially dated any of these guys, and ultimately were never even interested in them. So that's why I pretty much got the okay to talk to them, since there was no emotional connection or attachment from any of my friend's side. And also, Vegas dating is absolutely rigged everybody is tied to everybody somehow, you know. Somebody dated this person or someone's cousin's friend dated that person, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, honestly, I'd rather hang with someone who my friend never even liked back than be in someone's cousin's friend's mouth, you know, because of who I'm talking to. <sighs> Being in the shadow and being the second choice, however, is not fun nor easy. And going back to being a late bloomer has a lot to do with it, to be honest. So now I just kind of want to open up about my insecurities for a second because I feel like my listeners could possibly relate and maybe get a better concept of where I'm coming from. But anyway, starting at age 11 and 12, I was bullied and literally put into group DMs on Instagram in like 2014, where people would literally just bash me. Paragraphs on paragraphs from damn near everyone in the chat about how I'm anorexic, I didn't even know what anorexia was yet, and I wasn't anorexic. (laughs) I was called flat because I had no butt, no boobs, still really don't, but that's beside that. They would compare me to not only a plank of wood, but every being that just wasn't human, like a bee, alien, lizard, fish, I didn't know what I could have done to deserve it but I would read these group texts and fight for my life trying to respond but I can't even see the keyboard because I'm sobbing for hours in my room and my parents would come to my room to say hi or whatever and I would just be crying so bad and I covered it up by saying I had to sneeze really bad and I had allergies and Okay, don't think I've gone completely off topic, guys. It's all connected. I swear I'm talking about late blooming, but it was so devastating. And I don't think I've ever admitted it, but I wanted to kill myself so badly. I'm good now, but because of those group chats about me, they say, how can you be so depressed and think that you want to die at 12 years old? Well... 12-year-olds are more aware than you think. It's not like they're infants, you know? Like, remember when you were 12, you were, like, a conscien- uh, what? conscious person. So, um, I was sure that I was better off dead. I was 12. 12-year-old 12 girls are not supposed to be fully developed, slim, thick, big booty, perfect skin, perfect teeth people. Some girls were more slim, thick than me, but that's their life. I was just small, much shorter, 20, maybe 30 pounds lighter, still shopping at Justice. I was 12. 12 12-year-olds aren't supposed to be hot, but none of us could have known better. I gotta say, even at 14, 15, as a freshman in high school, I was still super skinny, short, and, well, flat as a board. Also, I was a brace face with super thin lips that were shaped all weird due to my braces. My eyebrows were overplucked and just horrid. I was fugly, to say the least. Thank God, sophomore year, I really glowed up, got my braces off. I just got really pretty over the next few years I filled in my legs weren't as skinny my arms weren't as noodly. I had abs and a perfect waist and even though I kept getting hotter my outgoingness and friendship making skills still kind of lacked a little bit and that still kind of left me left out of some things Now, I gotta mention again, I'm not saying this entire story is strictly about my two besties, don't get me wrong. I did have plenty of school friends and cheer friends, so don't think I'm necessarily just friends with these people who constantly leave me out, because that's not exactly the case, you know? If you get it, you get it. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I was just a shy kid with an annoying YouTube channel. I feel like, I keep contradicting myself, but that's the point of this whole episode is that in this situation, it's okay to go back and forth and reflect on who you were and what happened and all of the above, you know, because people who are listening and maybe kind of know me might be thinking, Mia, WTF, are you talking about? You were literally a varsity cheerleader and everyone knew you and your YouTube channel. I get it. But at the end of the day... I was still struggling of being the friend and the second choice. And that continues to this day. It doesn't bother me, though, the way it did. Like, I might still experience some the friend-like traits, (laughs) experiences. I don't know the word. Um, But it just doesn't bother me as much anymore because... I've grown to be very confident and independent, but we'll get into that. But the difference between me then and me now is that I'm just different. I've had my time in a different city. I've had my solo opportunities to speak. I've had just an overall different look to my face and the way I dress and the way I talk, but I'm still me. In fact, I'm the most me that I've ever been. And it's really all just because I was a late bloomer. Because even after high school, I'm still glowing up. You know? I tell you people, just because people were so hot in middle school, in high school, and you weren't, doesn't mean that your time has passed and you have no hope. It just means that your time is coming. I feel hotter than ever, personality better than ever, and I've worked for years to achieve looking and feeling this good, so I'm gonna own it. And you should too, for yourself. So this happens every time I get single, but it's been the most this year for sure. Men are blowing up my phone. Asking me to hang out, whether they liked my friends once before or not. They like my confidence. I may not have double D's and a size large butt, but I have a beautiful waist and abdomen. I may not have perfect teeth anymore because of retainer issues, but my brows slay. I may be a bit monotone after years of working on it but the words from my heart are very genuine. The positives outweigh the negatives, I promise. I'm not just saying men, but people love a confident person. I know, I know, I can't just sit here and be like, be confident. No, it doesn't exactly work like that. You just need to take baby steps and love something about yourself every day. Because, listen to this, you cannot love other people or expect them to love you and depend on them to love you if you do not love yourself first. You can say, I'm so happy for all of the people in my life that make me feel great all day long, go ahead, but real talk. All you have is you. You got this one life. You might as well learn to love it. I'm trying to share with you guys my best possible advice on how to overcome this struggle of jealousy, insecurity, and how to shine as yourself and more than just the friend. This is advice that I've learned from experience and the things that I wish I experienced, I shared earlier that if your voice can't be heard in person, make it heard somewhere else. We are alive. We are risen in this time of technology. Use it. Obviously, podcasting, YouTubing, or even posting a lot is not for everyone. I say if your bestie is friends with a person or a group that you are somewhat a part of, but not on as close of a level, then maybe reach out to those people individually. I still struggle with this, but people are just people. Not everyone bites. Text them first. Slide up on their stories first. The results might surprise you. They could become your really close friend slash friends You just have to reach out to them on an intimate level. After all, when you text someone, you are texting them and they are texting you. They are looking at your name, looking at your profile. Sometimes you need to make the effort first. This way, you are more likely to have a better relationship when they see you in person because you have easily just become you now instead of the friend. Second tip that's pretty broad and I did previously cover a lot of it, but it's so true. Love yourself and be yourself. Don't even try to be anyone else. Inspiration is everywhere. Don't mistake inspiration for imitation Find yourself, and I promise you that you will find yourself comparing to others much, much less often. I cannot stress this enough. So what if he liked her first? So what? All you can do is be you. That's all you can do. All you can do is prove to them without saying or doing anything except being you, that you are you. I know that just sounds like a bunch of words together, but I really hope that you guys can understand where I'm coming from, but just be you. Obviously, it's inevitable when you are best friends with someone or in a group of people, other people, outsiders, are going to heavily associate you with that group or that person. And that's inevitable, okay? That's fine. But don't let that take away your individuality. Cannot stress this enough, okay? Also, don't be dependent on your friend to find you more friends and more plans. It is up to you, like I said, to be an individual and find who you want to be friends with for yourself and find plans yourself. And you can choose to share that with your best friend or not. As I said, I don't want you to turn your friend into the one that suddenly never has plans or anyone else to hang out with because that's not nice. Okay, that's not nice. I know it's confusing, but include each other. Be together. Be as close as you can. But don't be dependent. Never depend on anybody. Because if you want something done, if you want to see change... You got to do it yourself. I know it's corny, but you have to use your voice for the better and come together with your bestie to make the connection stronger and have a fun time together. I'm sick of going out and having less fun than everyone else in my group because of my own problems, okay? So the next time you feel like the friend, you need to figuratively step back and say, I am not the friend. We are friends, together, equally. You are not the friend in someone else's movie. This is a movie about both friends, or a movie about all of the friends, and none of them are of more importance or relevance than the other. We are all able to shine in our own ways. Trust me, I know, I know, I know. It sounds so cliche, but it cannot be more true. Something that I literally did not even do until after high school graduation. Oh, I didn't have a graduation. But you know what I mean. I never stood up for myself. It was finally after high school where I was like, I need to make a name for myself. I'm tired of being part of a group that like peaked in high school because I'm still me. Listen to me and listen hard. You might be this girl's friend or this guy's ex or part of this or that group, okay? That might all be true, but it does not define you. It's, it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard thing to overcome when so many people, day and night, just constantly compare you and associate you. With things which are true but they they're not you they don't define you you define yourself by being yourself and not by who you're friends with guys i promise you you are so much more than who said what about who and who dated who and who's dating who and who's friends with who and who backstabbed who you are so much more okay you're beautiful. You're worth it. There's just so much more to life and your life specifically than at one point being the friend.